0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. The text for our meditation this morning is our Old Testament lesson from Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Here again this portion. Behold, what I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with which one toils under the sun the few days of his life that God has given him. For this is his lot. Everyone also to whom God has given wealth and possessions and power to enjoy them and to accept his lot and rejoice in his toil, this is the gift of God. For he will not much remember the days of his life because God keeps him occupied with joy in his heart. This is the text. You may be seated. You know, Mr. Burns, you're the richest man I know, Homer said. To which Mr. Burns replied, oh, yes, but I'd trade it all for a little bit more. Pretty accurately sums up the approach that most people, or I shouldn't say most, but at least a lot of people have toward life, isn't it? At least as the Simpsons analyzes matters. For maybe a little bit of a different demographic, Veggie Tales came to a similar conclusion in the episode King George and the Ducky, which is a retelling of the account of David and Bathsheba. After King George, played by Larry the Cucumber, returns to his castle with... Uh, The ducky, the rubber ducky of the young Thomas. He says, oh now, now, now I'm happy. Even though he had a cabinet full of rubber duckies. That were perfectly good. Those are yesterday's duckies. He had to have just one more. Just one Better one. Such is the approach that many people take toward life. The secret of life and the secret to happiness is to acquire and obtain more, to be wealthier, to be better off than the next person earlier in the reading from ecclesiastes he says there are those who have increased goods but as those goods increase so do those who consume them that's kind of a the way it goes in life as you work and live The more you work and and the farther you progress in your career, you get the promotion, you're given the raise. I've been making more money now in my life than I ever have before, and I still don't seem to have anything to show for it. But then again, I have four more kids than I did 15 years ago. So, what's the point? It's not all about what you get, is it? Or how much you have. We too easily equate possessions and riches and wealth with happiness. We also need to be very carefully careful not to equate happiness with joy. Because they're not the same thing. Ecclesiastes, in particular this text in chapter 5, speaks a lot about joy. But he's not talking about simply being happy. Happiness is a feeling. It's an emotion. It comes and it goes. But joy Is a state of being. It's a condition that we have or don't have. It comes from outside of us, as the writer of Ecclesiastes says this is the gift of God to be content with what one has and to be joyful, whatever the circumstances of life may be. I can be miserable. And still have joy. I can be in the best mood ever. But have no real joy. So as the writer of Ecclesiastes, as the preacher, examines life and everything that life entails. And and what is the secret to life? What is the meaning of life? He examines all of these different things and he finds so much of it to be, as he says, a grievous evil that everything is really meaningless except for basically this. Accept what God gives you and be content with that. Not an easy thing to do. But the epistle to the Hebrews, from which our epistle lessons are coming at this present time. The epistle to the Hebrews holds up for us the person of Jesus Christ. And says, fix your eyes on Jesus. The founder and the perfecter of our faith. Who? For the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus is evidence that one can suffer, one can be sorrowful, One can have everything taken from Him and yet still have joy. The joy that was set before Him, the joy of knowing that His sufferings, His death, the cross that He would bear would bring about the salvation of all of God's children. that his death would be your life and that by him being cut off from God, you would be accepted into his family and into his kingdom forever. Consider how Jesus suffered in his life. Consider the lot that he was assigned, the portion That he received from God, the cup that he was given to drink. Tempted in the wilderness, rejected by his own family first and by his entire people, handed over by the religious leaders. To the government in order to be put on to trial, arrested, beaten, mocked, spat upon, and ultimately nailed to the cross and left to die. Not a fun experience. Not a pleasant lot that he was given. Recall how in that garden of Gethsemane, he even prayed, Father, if it be your will, remove this cup from me. Just like so many people who pray in their dark times, that God would change their circumstances, that God would improve their lives, sometimes seemingly to fall on deaf ears. And yet, that death of Christ, one forgiveness of sins, life and salvation for you and for me, the joy That was set before him. Making it possible for him to endure that cross. And because of that. Because we have received that forgiveness of sins. Life and salvation in Jesus. Because these gifts of God have come to us. And nothing can take them away. We can go through our lives. And Courageously face whatever may come. Whatever portion in life the Lord may have assigned to you, if it be one of suffering, of pain, of sorrow, you still have joy because of what Christ has done for you. If your lot in life is one of great blessing and wealth, God be praised. And you still have true and lasting joy because of what Christ has done for you. And you can recognize that all you have is a gift from God. You can receive it with thanksgiving. And also gladly give and do good to others as the Lord has blessed you. Behold, what I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with which one toils under the sun, the few days of his life that God has given him, for this is his lot. And the few days that God gives us in this life, whether they be days of plenty or days of want, days of rejoicing or days of sorrow, they are a great and a very few days in comparison with the never-ending day of the life of the world to come. Thanks be to God for the salvation that he has granted to us in Jesus as we look forward to that never-ending day. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.